does this month go? Where is the month of January? It's already February. My gosh. But that means we're just a few days closer to the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo Boat Sport and Travel Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. Couldn't be happier to be with you. I don't care what time of the year it is. We have some cool stuff today. We always have cool stuff. But... Uh, dogs, anytime we can talk about dogs, especially working dogs, uh, you know, they've pheasant and quail and, of course, you're retrieving dogs. Well, how about dogs that are uh, finding morel mushrooms? Yeah, you heard me right. I am totally into this. I'm geeked about it, as a matter of fact. Uh, going to be talking to Brian Wilson. Another dog phenomenon is something that I was made aware of for the first time this year. Tracking services, if you've lost a deer or can't find a deer, Chris Miller is going to be doing some dog uh, deer recovery work uh, at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. We're going to explain all that when we come back. I don't want to take any more time away from Chris Miller. It is the Indiana outdoor show brought to you by indiana donor network driven to save lives.org back right after this it is the indiana outdoor show i am your host brian pointer of course brought to you by indiana donor network driven to the number two driven to save lives.org sign up to be that organ and tissue donor when you buy your hunting and fishing license it couldn't be any easier to help save seven lives and heal dozens of others with that gift as we have been doing previewing Folks that are going to be at the Boat Sport and Travel Show, all the personalities, the seminar speakers, the experts, fishing, hunting, and everything in between. Of course, the shows within a show, the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo, is the second weekend of uh, Indianapolis, which you know. And it's always riddled with so many cool different things. That's what Renfro Productions does so well. Joining me now is Chris Miller. Chris, it's great to have you be a part of Indiana Outdoors. Understand you're going to be at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. And you have kind of a valuable service slash niche and it involves dogs. Anything involving dogs, I'm all about, especially the uh, dogs that can help you in whatever you're pursuing. And d- d- is it true that I understand you've got a uh, you've trained dogs to help track deer? Yes, like, sir. How yes, do you sir. how do you do that? Tell me about that. I need well, all the help I, I can get. Say, yeah, true, true, absolutely. Uh, uh, but first, I want to say thank you for having us on, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. it it's nice to have uh, another speaking point uh or access per se to the general public to help push the uh idea that we're there to help um so uh basically what we do is we take and and you know there's so many different breeds out there um there's guys using bloodhounds there's guys using labs uh we even have a tracker who's using a poodle um and, and it's it's across the board um so that's the that's really the cool thing about this is um you can use just about any dog that's out there um you just got to get the the basic fundamentals down and then basically let them do their thing well uh, and there's nothing more frustrating when you've put in your time in the stand you've 
you've taken your shot, you've practiced, and you know you've got a deer that's down or wounded. But my gosh, we all know we've been on some of those slogs where they get into some of the nastiest, meanest stuff, and they'll go for miles in some cases, and can be very frustrating. And of course, man's best friend uh, trains uh, trained so well, I'm sure, can help in all of this. When did all this get started? And where was your passion for this? You know, I, I've this was my tenth season doing this, and uh, to be truthful, uh, what started it for me was I am actually colorblind, so seeing blood is a lost cause unless it's just absolutely everywhere. Um, so you know those pin drops that a lot of hunters can continue the track on. I don't find. Right. I don't see them. So I had to come up with something besides calling my dad or uh, another family member or a friend saying, hey, I know I made a good shot, but I can't find this deer. Can you come help? So that that led me into more or less trying to figure out how to do it. Um, and, of course, you know, back when I started 10 seasons ago, there wasn't the Facebook um, groups out there. there. There wasn't the YouTube videos. Um, so it was trial by error, and, I, and I'll admit 100%. When I first started, uh, I, I wish I had the, the ability to talk to somebody like what we provide now for any new tracker. Um, you know, it, it was a lot of uh, mistakes, and that taught me a lot along the way. And, uh, you know, I, I've progressed with dogs um, since then, and it's made it to where now I've got a pretty uh, – reliable uh process and we try to help that across the board for anybody who's looking to get into it we're always welcome to help somebody um and we welcome any new tracker to join us um that way we can continue to help hunters the best we can chris miller is our guest great great uh description of what you do is this a service where people hire you and your your pooch to go out and help them or are you training other people's dogs or both I personally do not train uh, for the public. Uh, we do have one tracker that is up in Auburn, Indiana. Um, Andrew Lechleiter is his name, and he does a fantastic job with both um, tracking himself and training clients' dogs to do this. Um, he's a great source of knowledge, and he's he was either on his ninth or tenth season last year as well. So um, he's very knowledgeable in it. Most of us just track for for the public. Um, and, you know, some guys charge, some guys just take tips, and others are completely free. Uh, we have a tracker in um, southern Indiana, um, right on the um, south uh, east side of Indy, uh, Franklin area, who has been doing this for over 40 years, and we uh, lovingly call him the dog father. <laughs> um, and he is... He is free completely. Doesn't matter where it's at. Um, he's coming just because he loves to do it. And, and with all the knowledge he has, uh, there's no better um, role model or uh, a, uh, a a voice of reason for us to help us if we do have problems. You know, um, everything's different, and you, and you never know what's going to happen. So having somebody that's got 40 years of doing this 
just to run questions off of him is fantastic. Oh, I uh, bet there are guys. There are guys that like to that do train across the country, but as for here in Indiana, the only one who actually does it and does it with high success is Andrew up in Auburn. All right, so we are enjoying this conversation about something that I've heard of recently for the first time in a hunting group this past hunting season. One of my buddies was not with him this day, or else he would have had a whole army of people helping, but he was by himself and uh, shot his personal best buck, and he spent all day, most of the night, and even the next day trying to find this this deer, and he knew that it was hit, but he couldn't, and he put out to the group, does anyone know a dog tracker? And uh-huh. at the time, I'd heard that there was this opportunity i'd never heard of anybody that had actually used it it didn't work out for him to be able to use that service but i love the fact that now there's a resource that uh you guys can come out and help because there is no thing nothing more sad or disappointing frustrating pick any adjective you want than to not be able to find that deer we've all if you've hunted any period of time this has happened to you it's unfortunate but what's the dog's success ratio if if you can get a dog on a scent how likely is it that dog's going to find it well here's the honest truth behind that it all truly depends on where the shot was at um and the reason i say that is, is success is uh, measured in two different ways for how how we consider it successful you've got the actual deer that we recover and the hunter's able to put hands on and then we've also got the tracks where our dogs will go out there and the deer's just not dead um you know we're talking a lot of like high back shots or yeah, that makes sense um, the shoulder type shots you know those are hard to to count against the dog it definitely does count against them in, in our eyes uh, in terms of the actual recovery percentage but a lot of those uh, tracks will get the deer showing back up the next day or within a couple days or you know sometimes it may take a week or two before it shows back up and i'm talking about deer that are um, not the gypsy buck that just comes out of nowhere that you've never seen before. I'm talking about your home range buck that you're hunting. Right. Um, we see we see those back on trail camera a lot. Or um, hunters will message us, "Hey, I just shot him again. Uh, we got him this time. Here's the picture." And of course, we're happy for him for getting that. Um, and then it also gives us a, a confidence uh, builder for. Uh, knowing the dog was correct when he's out there. Um, and, you know, confidence is so important with what we're doing because a lot of times we don't get that instant um, gratification of knowing, hey, yep, we found that deer. Um, and, and, again, that's simply just because a lot of the deer that we go out the track are still alive. That makes um, sense. And most of us don't like to cherry pick tracks. Um, there are a few guys that don't like to take some of the – lower percentage of recovery tracks just because of things like they're training a new dog or uh, they've been on so many tracks already that their dog's getting tired so they need to give them a little bit of a break but as a whole we don't turn down any track and i'm sure there's a tracker that'll come out and help uh regardless it just may take a little bit of uh, searching to find that guy um but again that's what's so great about our network is next year i believe unless we get more and i hope we do 
Um, but unless we get more, I believe we'll have 31 trackers in the state of Indiana. That is unbelievable. I had no idea. And I say that every week, but I learned something new. And I knew this was something. I knew it was a thing. Here it is now. You're going to be on stage. You're going to be given seminar presentations at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. And I've heard you use the word help multiple times in our short period here this morning. And I get the sense that you truly do want to make this craft more widely known if you will and recruit more people and it sounds like there's a nice fraternity of of folks who are out there wanting to get an army of these trackers yeah absolutely and you know the the cool thing about our network is not only do we um provide the messaging or over phone conversations to kind of help walk a new tracker through it uh everything from how to start training um talking about what the deer's behavior is doing how to read the blood how to interpret what the deer did after the shot um all of that stuff and, and we walk them through it and of course uh when they're on the track we'll we'll help them if they get in a situation where they're just confused or may not have that experience that will um make it easier for them we'll come in we'll say hey listen we can either talk you through it or hey i'll be available i'm on a track right now or if i'm not on a track if you want me to come um and give you a hand i'll come up and give you a hand so we really do support our our new trackers and really try to do everything we can to make the group as a whole um as well trained and uh, as well versed as possible to help every hunter that's out there uh, regardless of situation you know dogs never cease to amaze me and humans always amaze me but uh, sometimes for their stupidity but dogs they just want to please and they're so skilled and does this service ever cross with law enforcement with our men and women that wear the green uniform do they ask you to come out and help I have been asked before to come out and help. You know, um, it, it's a it's a situation where uh, a lot of times their dogs are very capable um, of finding them. The the you know they have to work instead of being able to just go to every general call. Um, but if something's going on where they do need help, we're always happy to help them. Um, and, and this year we we have tracked for. Uh, multiple law enforcement um, uh, personnel, whether it be on the sheriff or city police side or state police, all the way to we've tracked for, I believe we had three guys that tracked for DNR this year. That is um, great. Just to give, it, to give them assistance. Uh, so, yeah, we, we absolutely, and, you know, we're always willing to come and help DNR. Um, it, it's, to me, it's always better to help somebody that needs help that can help you um, in, in the future. So we're well, always willing to help. Chris, in the interest of asking the obvious, uh, you're going to be at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. People can come up and say hi to you. You're going to be doing a seminar. I don't want to be obvious, but what are you going to be talking about? Yeah, we, we definitely are. We're going to have a booth down there. That way, if there's more questions that are that are wanted to be asked or somebody doesn't have time to catch the seminar, we'll have the booth to be able to sit there and talk with them as well. Um, but our seminar is going to be based on um, more or less starting out on how we actually track the deer. 
um, what we're what our dogs are keying on and, and what their job is while we're out there. Uh-huh. Um, and then we'll move on to um, things like shot placement, um, the difference in broadheads or bullets, um, and, and the different calibers and what we're seeing. Um, and give them uh, results based on what we are personally seeing out in the field. Um, and then from there, we'll move on to um, asking or answering any general questions. But the last thing that we're going to touch on is the uh, latest and greatest thing that's actually in a in Senate Bill 189 and a natural resource uh, bill uh, on the admin side with the drones. Um, yes, yeah, I'm aware of that. We, we uh, we actually changed our our network name. We used to be the Indiana Official Deer Tracking Teams, um, but this year we changed our name to the Indiana Deer Recovery Network. That way, we're more inclusive to the drone uh, pilots because we're going to have a full list of them as well. I love it. Uh, I believe right now we have nine drone pilots and two of the actual dog trackers, myself and a gentleman named Eric Le- or uh, Hindle. I or sorry, Eric Hinder. Hinder something. Uh, yeah, forgive me. Forgive me. I'm drawing a blank, and I don't know why. Um, he he will be another drone pilot. I love it. Um, that has a dog as well. So, I, I mean, you can't really beat that if you, you can't beat that with a stick, so it. to speak. Yeah, well, Chris, exactly. We're I looking mean, it's f- going to be hard for him to hide. We're going to be looking forward to seeing you, and I'm sure it's going to be wildly popular. Thanks so much for being a part of Indiana Outdoors. Fascinating stuff. Coincidentally, coming after you, another great dog service. They're trying to find morels with dogs. We're going to catch up with uh, Brian Wilson next. Thank you so much for being a part of this, Chris. We look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis. Well, thank you for having us, and uh, feel free to reach out anytime. We're happy to answer any questions anybody has. Appreciate you very much. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. What a great topic. Always interesting at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. I am your host, Brian Pointer. More more dogs in the news coming up, as they say, right after this. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. So great to be with you. I say that every week, but it truly is great to be with you. And we have so much to look forward to as we are just a couple of weeks away now from the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo, the Boat Sport Trial Show, all the great stuff, the sights, the sounds, the smells. It's all going to be here for you. But as you know, we're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Sign up to be that organ and tissue donor. When you go buy your hunting and fishing license, couldn't be any easier. One of the things I love about this time of the year, these shows that the Renfro Production folks put on, every year they bring new dynamics and new people and draw people in for various interests. And this year is going to be no different at the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. Joining me now is first time on Indiana Outdoors, Brian Wilson joins us. Brian, it's great to have you be a part of Indiana Outdoors. And you're going to be here in Indianapolis here real soon uh, with some interesting stuff. And do, do I understand that you have trained a dog or you are training dogs to find morel mushrooms is that true yes that is correct actually i have um have five right now that i've trained i i've been i started this journey about three years ago with uh my lab he's six now 
and we have now got it where we feel we've got the got it down to a science um, on how to train them. So I've started training other dogs. So we've got five now that we're training that are actively searching for morel mushrooms. I love that. And this is what I love. You're going to be at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. No better place for this. I can't imagine that the seats won't be packed because I love dogs. I love me some morel mushrooms. Can't find them worth a hoot. But now you're telling me that you've trained some dogs that are going to be able to help me in that pursuit. Uh and do you do this for a fee? Is this like other people's dogs that you're training? Are they all yours? Do people hire you to go with them to find it? How does this work? Well, how it's working right now is um, I've trained my personal dogs, and then I have one dog that's actually a foster dog that he'll be up for adoption. That we're training him also. Um, but what I'm doing is I've created an online course that will actually be online on February 10th that'll um, go over step-by-step step how to train your own personal dog, how to find morel mushrooms. All right. So there's somebody listening this morning all over the state of Indiana who are eagerly, they just tuned in, they turned it up, and they said, no, wait a minute. Let's backstop this just for a second. You got a dog that can go and help find morels. So I've hunted behind a lot of, of breeds of dogs over the years, and I absolutely love to watch a working dog. So how do you train your dogs to find morels? I'm curious. Well, there's there's three steps, three major steps on it. The first is imprinting the scent of the um, morel, and that just that's the process of teaching a dog the target odor. For me, it's getting the dog to love that odor. So I took that morel scent and got the dog to love it. And then the next step, we have to know when they're finding it. The dog has to know what to do once it once it finds it finds the morel. So I teach what I call a final response, and I. So we imprint the scent, and we teach a final response. We do both of those separate. And then the third step is we put them all together in, like, real-life scenarios. So we take the fake morels that we put scent on, and we hide them in the woods um, and teach the dog to actively search in the woods when given the command. I love this because I need all the help I can get. I, I consider myself a morel maniac, but... I have yet to find the mother load. I want to walk in and get 10 pounds of mushrooms at one fell swoop. It's one of my favorite hobbies. It's probably surpassed turkey hunting in the spring. Don't tell my hunting buddies that, though. And I now know that there is this uh, opportunity for some uh, retrieval by the or help and assist by the four-legged friends. Are there other people in the country that do this? You know, I have kind of searched around, and there's some other people out there that who are training their personal dogs but nobody has went and put a program together a training program to give out to the public so everybody can train i got it all right well i've had a lot of hunting dogs over the years and i've turned them all into big fluffy lap dogs and couch dogs but that's my own fault not the dog's fault and does any breed can you train any breed to do this yes i believe so um the main dogs that I train are Labradors, but I also have a pit mix. Um, this is my own personal dog that I've taught to find morels, and she really loves going out and find it. You know, it's just about getting the dog to love it. So a food-motivated or a toy-driven dog, for me, is a really good dog to train for this. 
Brian Wilson is our guest, and he is going to be at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. That's the second weekend of the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'm sure will be jam-packed. And are you doing seminars? Is that what you're going to be doing while you're there, teaching people? Yeah, I'm going to be doing, yes, I will be doing seminars there, um, talking about what we just talked about with going into more detail of how I train. I'll kind of have my training scenario set up and go into a little more detail on how we get the dog to find the morales. You know, I've heard of dogs like finding truffles and that is a a, something that grows below the ground and of course very very complex organism is the morel mushroom tom nauman one of my favorite guests here in indian outdoors the morel maniac himself always uh in high demand at the deer turkey waterfowl expo as well and he's taught me over the years how complex and how perfect an organism these little things are and how long it can take them to come up so is it my understanding that you're training these dogs to find them once they come up or do they have the ability to find them before they come out of the ground um my dogs the ones i'm training i train for scent but also for visual so even if they're finding them under the ground um i would not be aware because they if they don't see them they don't indicate on them so how it works is they smell them they get downwind they smell the morale they go to it and then once they visually see it then they'll do their final response, whether it's laying down or sitting and staring, whatever that might be. I love it. I love this. Well, Brian, you're going to be there that weekend. Uh, any other things that you like to tell people, not only about dogs, not only about morels, but dogs that chase morels and help me, the the innocent guy who can't seem to get out of his own way to find them? Any other words for the wise, or are they just going to have to wait to see in here in Indianapolis? Yep, they're going to have to wait and see. Um, I'm really excited about this show. Um, on just talking to people and explaining how I train. So, Well, we are too. Sad. Brian Wilson, a new guest. Is this your first time at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl as a presenter? Yes, it is. All right. Well, we're looking forward to a big Hoosier welcome and another interesting topic. Brian, thanks for being a part of Indiana Outdoors. And best of luck come springtime. I uh, wish you the mother load, so to speak. Thanks for being with us. All right, thank you. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. So cool, so great to be a part of uh, the Ford Boat Sport and Travel Show coming up. Brian Wilson going to be one of those experts. Always interesting to me what people can do, and especially with dogs. Don't go anywhere. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. We're going to be back right after this. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I am your host, Brian Pointer. So great to be with you. How cool is this? Both uh, guests already today, specialized dog training. One finding morels. Yep, you heard it. And he's going to be at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo here in a couple weeks. And then something that I just became aware of here this year, but we have 31 of these trackers in Indiana that will come out and help you recover uh, a deer and I love it. Anytime you can get behind a dog, anytime you have working, trained puppies, I'm all about that. So we have a couple of really cool stuff. Uh, Evan joins us from the Sportsman's Alliance. Evan Husenfeld, great to v- visit with you as always. It's been a minute. Have you ever heard of dogs trying to find morel mushrooms? 
Yeah, I've, I've heard a little bit about that, and, and good morning, everybody. Appreciate you having us on. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing what, what dogs can do and in the, in the sense of smell that they have, you know, certainly here in the U.S. on, on morels, but also overseas and elsewhere with uh, uh, looking for truffles. I know. I brought that issue up, too. I've heard these dogs that, like, root around and find truffles, but, hell, I could I can't find a morel if I kicked it. I could trip over it. And I just, if there's anything to help me any better, I'm going to be out there and making sure that I'm at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. I don't want to take any time away from you, our friends at the Sportsman's Alliance, uh, President and CEO joining us. It's been a minute. Tell us kind of what's on your radar screen at the Alliance, one of my favorite organizations. I've advocated for people to join something that advocates for your interests. And I don't care who or what it is, but if you're looking for a spot, Sportsman's Alliance is a great one. What are you guys working on? Oh, well, there's no shortage of stuff right now. It's a great segue, though, with dogs. Uh, dog, dog, dog and dog hunting issues right now continue to be really uh, kind of at the forefront, um, whether it's, you know, uh, breeder bills that limit uh, the ability of, of sportsmen and women to obtain high-quality uh, hunting dogs, um, or whether it's uh, efforts to crack down on uh dog training seasons we're seeing a lot of these things across the country pop up right now and so uh, there's a lot of efforts to lump uh, hobby breeders uh, high quality sporting dog breeders uh, and the like in with you know the so-called puppy mills of the world uh, and the retail pet stores of the world and kind of blur that line between guys breeding high quality hunting dogs and folks mass producing puppies uh, with, with with less care about the standards of of the dog um and so certainly breeder issues have been a big issue for the last 10 years and it continues to be now what we're seeing more and more of recently uh certainly last year and this year is is an effort to crack down on hunting dog training seasons and so we're seeing it in in wisconsin we're seeing it in the northeast uh these efforts to come in and say no you can't you can't train your dogs during the summer for xyz reasons uh, again, these things are all being pushed and supported by animal rights and anti-hunting organizations that are just looking at ways to to chip away kind of a backdoor uh, attack, if you will, uh, at hunting with dogs. Uh, you can't ban bear hunting with dogs. Okay, well, let's go ban the bear training season so you can't train your dogs to, to track bears. Um, so, yeah, dog issues continue to remain hot uh, all across the country. Evan Husenfeld joins us. You uh, always do a great job at your organization of keeping Hoosiers uh, and those around the country abreast of issues. And whether it's happening on one coast or the other, eventually it's going to come back to Indiana. And as you mentioned, we've had some of these issues, especially with dogs here in the state of Indiana. And I know you keep your members and those that support your organization up to date and ask for requests from time to time to, to join the, the cavalcade and let the voices be known. But you also just spent some time out at the SHOT Show in Vegas. I know I, I asked this question of anybody that goes, but when you say how was it, it's hard to describe. It's it's a slog, but how was it? Uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing show. Uh, you know, it's put on by the, the Firearms Trade Association, uh, National Shooting Sports Foundation, a good partner of ours. Uh, and it's just an absolutely amazing event to, to get to. It's 55, 60,000 industry professionals from the firearms, hunting, outdoor trade association world. Uh, I think it's 13.9 miles of booths. If you were just to walk the entire show, you'd walk 13.9 miles. Uh, so it's, it's an absolutely incredible event. Um, you know, it's bringing together folks from the firearms industry, folks from 
gun manufacturers all the way down to, to guys making hunting decoys and, and other implements like that. Uh, so it's a great opportunity to be in, in the same place with uh, most of the industry at the same time. But it is it's something to be seen, that's for sure. Evan, uh, always great to visit with you and your organization. And um, you keep your eyes inside the state houses, and I know how difficult that is here just in Indiana with the circus that we have. But we've seen some issues like bobcat. Uh, trapping seasons which is passed out of our senate here i wish that it hadn't have gone through the legislative process but stayed in the rulemaking process but there's a several of these issues that are kind of coming out of legislatures how do you go about keeping track of all these things yes we have a whole team of people who do nothing but that um if you go on our website we have a we have a, a, a kind of a heat map if you will of all the bills that are going on around the country and and so our team puts together a, a list of the things that they they find online uh, we have some software that helps us track bill introductions and bill movement uh but we've got a, a team of folks that are constantly reading and reviewing these bills uh, you can't just read them once and set them aside you know if they get amended uh, then the bill can completely change. And so uh, it's a full-time job for, for our team to go through and track these things. Uh, we, we index them by state. We index them by topics on our website. Um, but you're right. I mean, you know, the, the, the stuff happening at the state house level uh, is much easier for us to track. If you start talking about regulatory processes, there aren't as good of a tracking mechanism out there. And so it becomes much more, you got to have boots on the ground. you got to have inside knowledge of what's going on. Um, commissions are becoming more and more a hot button topic right now, especially out west. Um, as you look at Washington state, uh, you look at what's going on in Colorado, uh, California, a lot of these state uh, wildlife commissions have been infiltrated or uh, had folks appointed that don't necessarily align with, you know, maybe the best interest of hunters and anglers. And so um, trying to keep track of all of it's a, it's a full-time job. Uh, you know, if we're looking at what we're doing right now across the country, there's, there's active litigation going on. I mean, we're tracking hundreds and hundreds of bills. Uh, we're probably north of seven or 800 bills already this year that we're tracking just since the beginning of the year. Uh, so it, for us, it's a full-time job. You That's bet. why we're in business. That's what we do. Well, speaking of being in business, I want you to give a plea for those. How can people uh, become members for the advocacy work that you do? It's such a great organization. Give us the uh, give us the nine one one and what they need to know. Yeah, it's easy. Just hop online, go to sportsmansalliance.org. Uh, you, can, you can get individual membership on there. You can sign up to, to receive our news alerts, uh, participate in different events and raffles and fundraising opportunities that we have throughout the country. Uh, but most importantly, we need you to be active and be an advocate for, for what we're doing. Uh, we need an army of folks to, to join with us, to be the, the voice for uh, the future of, of what we all believe in. Well, you're always an open phone here, my friend. Thanks for all the great work that your staff does, and we'll keep track and become a member. Join an organization. Sportsman's Alliance is one of the better ones. Evan Husenfeld, thanks for joining us in the update. We'll keep, uh, keep our eye on all these bills here in Indiana and hopefully another opportunity to talk soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. Great organization. Great guy. Appreciate our chats. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back right after this. We just have too much fun here on the Indiana Outdoor Show. That's all I can say. Just We just have fun. 
and I learned something again today. Hopefully you did too. I am your host, Brian Pointer. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org, making progress on that donor list. Always room for improvement. You can buy, when you buy your hunting and fishing license, sign up to be an organ and tissue donor. What did I learn today? I did not know that we had this network of dozens of dog trackers that'll help you find a downed deer. And that became evident to a buddy of mine this year who was thinking of trying to find one because he just, they couldn't find it. And don't know really how that story ended. I know that uh, maybe they sent, nobody was available or whatever, but at the end of the day, they are going to be at the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. When I say they, Brian Wilson also there and uh, Chris Miller is the dog trainer for the the deers and then Brian Wilson is training dogs to find morel mushrooms. My God, the world is a better place if they can help me find morels. So I'm going to have to see about this and maybe employ his services. Of course, you got to go where the morels are. Then you got to find them. I could trip over them. And still wouldn't see them. That's just the way I am. But it's on my written bucket list. I'm going to find the 10-pound mother load where I walk out of there and I just can't carry them all. It's going to happen. Maybe with the help of a dog. You can see both those guys. Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo. Many thanks to Evan Husenfeld, President and CEO of Sportsman's Alliance over in Ohio. Couldn't do what we do without the help of all these great guests. Folks, remember, turn in a poacher, 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R. And we are days now away from the Deer Turkey Waterfowl and Boat Sport and Travel Show, so we got more to talk about next week. Be safe, everybody. See you outside. 